Welcome to the Chippewa Valley Geek Actual Play Community Theater Podcast. The One Ring, the Darkening of Mirkwood Campaign. Session 28, A Darkness in the Marshes. Welcome to the Darkening of Mirkwood campaign, the one rank... Eh, fuck it. <laughs> it's been like three months since I've done this. Welcome to the One Ring, the Darkening of Mirkwood campaign, etc, etc, etc. The session... 27. 27! Haha, fooled him. It's totally session 28. I have that written down here somewhere. Where the fuck was I? I am Brian, I'm the Lore Master. Please introduce yourself, your character... Uh, or at least your character for the first few minutes of this session. <laughs> and uh, tell me, which Marvel superhero would your character be and why? Alright, I am Nick. <laughs> I'm playing Denethor. For now. The elf of Mirkwood. <laughs> if he were a Marvel character, I might be skipping Universe this year. I don't know. No, he's DC. Ooh, that's actually tough. You're going to go with Green Hawkeye. Arrow, aren't you? Hawkeye would be the alternative, yes. He would be Hawkeye. Mm. There are so many easy, too easy. That's what I got. Cheap chicken shit out for somebody who uses a bow. Uh, be like, I'm Black Widow because I'm pretty. <laughs> oh, so pretty! I feel pretty and witty and. <laughs> <laughs> that was. I just happened to pause there. It wasn't intentional. <laughs> I thought you were trying to have me finish it. And I was like, no. Uh, no. <laughs> no, I just got bored. <laughs> All right, I'll shut up. I'm BJ. I'm playing Baron Greycloak, a dwarf of the Grey Mountains. And as a superhero, I think he would be more like along the lines of Puck. A little short, stout, and. It's a Puck. angry. Puck's in Marvel? Yeah. Which team? He's not a main. He's not a mainstream. He's he's a, one of those probably Kirby disembodied heads. He was that show uh, the Canadian. Oh, Alpha, oh, Alpha Flight. Flight. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, the even smaller Canadian. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can't argue that. I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's All right, I'm Mike. I'm playing Finnegill. Uh, one of the Dunedain, and if he were a Marvel character, there's not really like a straight up analog for him that I know of, but I'm gonna go Black Panther. I can kind of see that. Captain America, Captain America didn't give a shit. (laughs) 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 He's got the blonde hair. Sure. I'm Jack, I am playing Brand, son of Gorm. And actually, I'm kind of a toss-up um, between Star-Lord and Deadpool. Probably Star-Lord. It's fair. Terrible references, a sense of grandiosity. What about your character, though? <laughs> Do something a little bit bad, a little bit good, <laughs> some of both. So we ended on an exciting note, which we'll probably cut and paste Mike's synopsis into the beginning of this episode right here. No. 
That was exciting. <laughs> Alright. So, you guys were on a mission of mercy. Or something. Getting your asses handed to you by a wandering monster encounter. Alright. So on a scale from zero to prominent, how fucked are we? That is going to be up to your elf. Oh, fuck. <clears throat> I'm dead. Because being the rearward cowardly bastard that he is, he was, of course, the last to go down. <clears throat> Wasn't. Yeah, you were. I don't think so. I think you were. I'm pretty sure you were. It doesn't sound right. <laughs> the Lord Master has spoken. <laughs> I was. Yeah, pretty sure on that one. Well, I think you were the first, and then it was Brand, and then it was me. Mm-hmm. Alright, then you're just dead. You're going to fucking argue with me like that. Alright, sorry. What is my twisted devil's deal? <laughs> Alright. As you see your companions dying around you, it's sort of like the beginning of Star Trek 2 with Kobayashi Maru, when you're like, Spock died! Spock will never die! Oh, Spock might get back up because he never dies. It's kind of foreshadowing. It's kind of crafty how they did that, but every one of the bridge crew is dying. At the very beginning of the movie, everyone's dying so around you. Know here. my vein is twitching right now. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> I see where this is going. <laughs> and the troll comes up, does a happy Gilmore uh, drive mm-hmm. into your head. Okay. As you're doing the thing where you're flying backwards, suddenly time seems to slow down. Yes. Um, Record scratch. Yep, that's me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Wow. My hair really is pretty. Stan Moore, she's a bright young man. Uh, you are flying through the air. Time slows down. You hear strange, uh, unearthly music on the air. Um, you see swirls of light and a vision before you. Find here. This will be easy to find. Oh, I'm not looking at that again. I'm going to look at that after you guys leave. Uh, here we go. That's akin to what you're seeing. Interesting. A bit more detail. That is interesting. Uh, and you hear a voice speaking to you in pleasant tones. Denethor Lipo, son of NPC, whose name we can never seem to keep written down in the right place. Denethor. I have been watching you, and I know of your hour of need. I, too, have an hour of need, and I believe we can be of service to each other. Who are you? You know who I am. I'm Batman. I think you're really overestimating my uh, cunningness. He knows who it is. Right? Is that from Suicide Squad? That's from Suicide Squad, yes. (laughs) Not who... Yes, I know who it is. Yes, the sorceress of the Demon's Tower. I was assuming, but... Sure you were. <laughs> what? Uh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I knew that all along. Um, mm. Well, there are a limited number of omnipotently powerful evil women you could throw at me in this game. Evil? Who is evil? 
Yes. <laughs> Who is evil? I don't. Evil's just your point of view. Yes. I, I, I have no idea what you're talking about. This whole evil. I mean, your morals-based judgments are just. Am I evil because I won't do the dishes? I mean, you elves get so stuck in your ways after 500 years. Huh? Um, That's what we do. Uh, <clears throat> you have something that would be precious to me. I have power over some things which would be precious to you. Well, Perhaps we can strike a bargain. What do I have that you would like? Dableth is the ring I have, plus wisdom to on insight. On the advantage on corruption checks. My bull is ailing. Other than that, I really have nothing. You have something. <clears throat> As I understood it, Dableth was not actually one of the rings. But, I mean, sure. It is a ring of power. Whether it's one of the great rings or not is immaterial. And your hair. (laughs) (laughs) Just one lock. No deal! No deal! (laughs) Uh, What say you, elf of the wood? Will you allow your friends to die ignominiously? <laughs> Notice I'm keeping quiet because I know he'll leave my ass to die. <laughs> what kind of havoc do I feel like she could wreak with this ring? That is for you to decide. Do it. I'm Go presenting on. you with a choice. I'm not going to sit here and <laughs> play devil's advocate. Well, I might do that. <clears throat> What value will life? I will make the deal, lady. All right. Um, all kind of fades to black as you land. Uh, you remember nothing more for the moment. You awake. Actually, all of you kind of come to at the same time. There is snow on the ground. So, time has passed. Um, If you check your equipment, the ring is gone. The scenes of carnage around you are breathtaking. Um, The troll appears to have been turned inside out. There is a large birch tree which has been painted with orc parts. Uh, There's like three heads sticking up. Uh, it's kind of a horrific scene, so I'm going to actually give the three of you a shadow point for this whole experience. Um, Do I get extra nonsense for making a false shame again? No. You just lose the ring. Permanent or? Permanent shadow point. Permanent? Yes. Okay, well, we have the, the ones that can go up and down and the ones that are stuck on. Right. Yeah, I'm going to say that's, well, no, that's going to be regular. Because when you max out, that goes down. That's that's your temper. So, yeah, you will get a shadow point from witnessing some atrocities and horror that you obviously slept through um, while you were in a Sandra Bullock movie. I don't pick on me. What? I don't want pick on me, Brian. <laughs> you had the ring. <laughs> I've literally had that in my back pocket for like 15 sessions. 
And the one time I'm like TPKing you. Oh, I'll just slip that in last session like I just thought of it. Anyway. It would have been so dramatic at the end of last. It really would have. Anyway. So you guys kind of wake up stiff uh, and sore in the middle of the woods. Because you realize it's even worse for me because I can't help myself from trying to examine every angle of something. Yeah. I'm trying to find... <laughs> that's half the fun. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's where prep becomes easy for me. I just throw something out there and like, okay, that'll take half an hour of game time. Um, <clears throat> what would you all like to do? You guys have no idea what just happened. Like, you got the, your asses kicked and then suddenly you wake up like a month later in the snow. Am I dead? Let it go. You live. It's a miracle I'm still alive after I saved you guys from all of those monsters. <laughs> I miracle passed indeed. out from my wounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fascinating. Miracle indeed. Oh shit, he's still alive too. All right. I had no fear for the elf. Nah, for some reason he always comes out smelling like a rose. I really should have asked her what I would have had to pay just to keep me alive. <laughs> so! I think there's only one thing she wanted, though. I don't know. All that she wants <laughs> is another thing. I should have started with the ring and the bow and then bargained down with the bow. Yeah. Or the, the ring. ring. <laughs> Are Carl and the other two still with us? Yes. The ones we were dragging in the sledges? They are in a comatose state. They are still in a comatose state. A little dehydrated, but that's not something you've never seen before. (laughs) (laughs) Why does all that shit happen to me? (laughs) Seriously, pick on Brand. Nothing bad has ever happened to him. I'll give it time. Give it time. I'm, I'm just waiting. Mike for them. dies all the time, so he's got that covered. I have plots. Look, look at the size of these books. They just released Bree today. I have plots. Uh, I have plans. Don't worry. I, I will okay. fuck with their shit. So, moving on. <laughs> you, you didn't hear me say that. Okay, Baron so. Great look. Do a cutaway scene to you. Where are you drinking or doing all this time, just relaxing? I would imagine the last town that uh, we were all together. Yeah, it's a little nippy out, so you want to stay in under a blanket by the fire, you know. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. What are you guys gonna do? Unless they send a pigeon to me, let me know where they're at. Pigeon. Uh, so yeah, let's try and figure out how much time has passed and uh, make sure that everybody's alive properly and. Uh, Oh god! We were going from Black Tarn to Roscabel, which is about the shortest possible journey you right? can make. Literally, <laughs> so, and I killed you. Uh, <laughs> and actually, we could have dropped you off in Roscabel on the way back from the of Rohan, right? Okay, sounds good to me. Like, I guess start up moving again. Yeah, I'll, I'm gonna check. Yeah, just like the Blues Brothers get up and kind of just like, <laughs> off. Hit us. Who is that girl? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I'm going to kind of go through my pack. Do I have any provisions left? Or Yeah, I mean, 
beef jerky and yeah, yeah, you know, dried, dried figs and yeah. shit. Yeah. Okay. I could always bring some extra supplies as well. Stuff catching up to you. Yes, so we, mm-hmm. I guess, mm-hmm. resume marching. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm going to pass out food and water. Okay. We we convert our sledges over to snow sledges, which will actually make it <laughs> somewhat easier. Maybe we'll put stone wheels on them, so that'll be. Um, okay. Why doesn't everybody give me a travel check just for the fun of it? Oh, joy. <laughs> Wouldn't it be awesome if one of you guys were able to sour on right now? Yeah. I'll give you a four. Well, no, it's going to be winter time. Well, winter just makes it longer. Not the train. Kind of I'm assuming I'm no longer weary. Yeah, I suppose you slept for a month. You got that crick in your neck from when you like slept in too long, like three weeks, four weeks. Um, Borderlands, we're going to say fourteen. Gain a fatigue if you don't make it. Yep. Okay. Anyone get a sour on? What'd you say? With your new dice? I have a 14. Fuck you. I got an 18. I think for flavor, we should see the identifies hair is starting to sulfur at the bottom still. At the bottom? Or at, like, at the, the roots. Yeah. Or just like you have one shock of white. Yeah, something. Something like that. Like like you got split ends. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> <laughs> no! Uh, we'll take because the sorceress kissed me there. Sure. To seal the bargain. Yes. So it's like, and then. Yeah. That makes sense. You just want to try and look cooler. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, you guys can make it to Rosgabel, limping in through the Winter Gate, as it's called, because it's winter and it's the gate. Um, I see what you did there. Thank you. They changed the name of it seasonally. Um, and you are able <laughs> they to. They're very imaginative. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know. It's nothing if not a pastoral pageant in this society. <clears throat> so you can find the healing that you need for your companions uh, and stand down if you wish. Or do something else if you wish. Would Radagast be healing them? Or just the people, of the healers of Rossville? Oh, uh, Radagast would be healing them. Okay. I think I need to get healed too, don't I? Um, you can... You have a wound... Basically, you just need to rest until you're at full health, and then your wound just goes away. Was it treated? It was treated. It was treated, yeah. Okay, then yeah. Well, then I I guess a a month napping on the forest floor helps. Yeah. Whether it does or not, when you get back to Raskabel, you can rest long enough for it to clear up. Get rid of the acne. Uh, and with that, I would be comfortable sunsetting on 2955. Uh, would you guys like to enter a year in fellowship phase and spend all your hard-earned experience points? Certainly. Okay. All right, everyone ready? Aye, ready. So we are entering the urine fellowship phase. We've cut all that except the incriminating bits that Mike is going to excise and put in the uh, outtakes section at the end of the episode. Um, who would like to go first? I'll start. Brand returns to Dale to visit his family. <laughs> well, actually, I'm gonna. My home, my business, my wife. <laughs> it's not my business yet. My father's still alive. Oh, uh, yeah, true. 
Um, actually... About that. <laughs> Keep my mouth going. <laughs> it's a good I'm, reminder, though. I'm told to be Batman. Shut up. Uh, no, I'm going to go back to opening up the forest road. Yes. And I shall do my first undertaking of patrolling woods. Oh, that was the fourth it's, thing. That's the fourth. Okay. No, my first. Uh, my first undertaking. You're getting number four. Yeah, my first undertaking. Your first is undertaking number four. is number four on the list. Yes. Holy fuck. <laughs> okay. I appreciate that. Yeah. No. That'll give you some time to clear your head. You know, walking through the woods, killing things, killing vermins. Uh, always, you know, helps you focus yourself before you go home and deal with. Honey, I'm home. I'm pretty sure they're. I'm going to go out on the old forest road. <laughs> Fight deadly spiders. <laughs> the deal with this fuck storm here. I'm going to go fight a spider. Um, What's her name, Brand? What's her name? I'll be late. <laughs> Don't wait up. It's it's like it's like half my fellowship phase, baby. What can I do? I I have to put the time in. Uh, let's go counterclockwise. Dennis Fendigil. Okay. <laughs> Fendigil. I return to the vineyard in Sunstead. And uh, since it's already late in the year, I mean, like, my, my time for farming is getting more and more intensely compressed. I'm really trying to make a go of this vineyard. Yeah. So I... Uh, Swallow my pride and ask the advice of some of the local crofters and farmers and uh, uh, craftsmen in Sunstead of like, hey, can you teach me how to do this so I'm not quite so inefficient? Uh, and I raise my skill and craft to two dots. And maybe I can even make a fire on my own one day. That would be pretty special if someone in the party could do that. <coughs> All right, Baron. Oh, what you got? Well, in my off time, I put together a little scouting party to search the deep tunnels. Okay. During the search, ah, I've, uh, he's delving into the depths of Erebor to find secrets. Uh, perhaps anything that will help me to reclaim my homeland. At night, when the hold grows quiet, the deepest tunnels of the Lonely Mountain wake to the sounds of scratching and digging. Uh, the guards of Erebor are ever vigilant for danger, but the king is always looking for volunteers to help him secure the foundations against intruders and those who seek constantly for a way into the deeps. Uh, to assist the guards of Dane, companions spending the fellowship phase in Erebor must make a search test and consult the table below. Uh, you may gain a success die if you possess an applicable trait. What traits do you have? Or specialties? Mountaineering, trading, folklore. Yeah. Well, folklore. How, many, how many dice do you have in search? Three. Three? Yeah, just roll a straight search. Uh, I got a Gandalf. Okay. With uh, an on seven on the dice. Well, your six matters. Okay. So that makes it a great success. Okay. See, it's been a while. i got to get back into this. Yep. Okay. Down in the deep places, you search tirelessly for weeks, and with your help, 
The guards of Erebor secured many lore passages. First, gain an advancement point in the perception skill group, as well as one experience point. Okay. Additionally, you are able to gather information about the origin of the threat. It is up to the lore master to set the details. Fuck you. Yeah, I'll give you some more information later, but okay. you get basically some intelligence. Okay. Well beyond that. So. But uh, in terms of the mechanics for next year, you have a bonus AP already and uh, a bonus XP. Okay. Denethor Lightbow. Denethor uh, decides to head back by way of the old course road and hope to open that up some more. Yep. Um, okay. And while he's doing that, so that's his first undertaking. And while he's doing that, he accompanies Brand, and along the way, <laughs> he decides to swallow some of his pride and get some swordsmanship tips from Brand. Ooh. Wow. That's not just swallowing your pride. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Oh, oh. I couldn't help it. Oh, it just came out. Oh. <laughs> Oh, I feel for you. <laughs> the one time you're like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll give him that. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so yes, he opens number four of the old forest road. Okay. And moves his sword to two dots, since apparently he needs to have that now. I am more than happy to help my elvish friend. Who seems to, after 500 years, not knowing what's end of the pointy stick to stick into people. Well, he knows what chance It's just usually a boy. At least confused. He's got Stand still. No, I'm ha- I'm happy to teach. <laughs> he knows which end is the pointy end. The problem is he keeps trying to like put it in the bow and <laughs> shoot the sword out. It just out. makes more sense. <laughs> just, right. It's logically that's how you get the pointy end in a thing. Wait, you mean I have to get close to them? <laughs> this is who decided this was a good idea. That, that seems poorly planned. I don't know. Uh, all right, I'll even let him use the elvish sword because it's light and relatively easy for him to wield. Um, as you're practicing, uh, it speaks in your head. Come to me, my kinsmen. Slay all who have defiled me that are not of our blood. Who speaks? <laughs> sword. My sword? <laughs> Your new sword. Okay. <laughs> Alright, we'll get back to you. Well, Grandson fuck. of Gorm. <laughs> uh, well, fuck. <laughs> <clears throat> so yeah, the next undertaking and the final <laughs> undertaking um, is sending messengers to attract trade. And this is where I'm going to be... I can do this on my way home. Because, hey, look. You know, largest trading area in the area is my hometown. Okay. So, you know, well, between Dale and Lake Town. And since it is winter, the toy market's going to be coming up soon. And what a better time to talk to everybody who's interested in trade than at the great market of Dale. Especially during the toy market. So you are completing your fifth? I am. Right, uh, Findigil. Um, so what whoop do you do? <laughs> Shoot the whoop. I seriously do have all these names written down somewhere. Because right? okay, I don't, I don't know who's. Who you told me once, and I haven't. Yeah, I did not write it down. 
Sorry. Through, through the winter, uh, I start doing. I, I feel like I need to get more in touch with my spiritual side, kind of. Because I'm really. A lot of ugly stuff happened this year. And so I start uh, doing like driftwood carvings that represent abstract concepts like hope or change or uh, courage or uh, virtue. It makes a muskrat guard his musk. And they're not very good. But I'm going to heal corruption through craft. Okay. Do you have to roll? Mm-hmm. I think so. Yes. Oh, they're so not good. <laughs> I think you still get one, even if it's like horrible. Okay. So I reduce he, one. He'd have, to, he'd have to look it up in the book and tell you for sure. Um. Heal corruption. Uh, TN fourteen on successful roll, you reduce your score by two. Four on a great success, six on extraordinary success. How much on a failure? Characters spending their fellowship phase in a sanctuary are entitled to two rolls. Oh, while heroes who returned home are allowed a single roll instead. Ah. Yeah. So you, you don't reduce any on a failure. No, but you get to roll twice. No, because no. I'm home, not in a sanctuary. If he was in Rivendell. He'd... Get to. It's kind of fucked up. Well, technically, my home. Yeah, your home is. I am far, far away. That is true. Yeah. All right. Take another roll. Loser. <laughs> that was a worthwhile exercise. They're really crappy. Twenty seconds of my life I'll never get back. Baron. Uh, my way out of the mines. Um, instead of going straight back, I stopped by to pay respects to Thorn. Yes, and you or your, your valor is higher than your wisdom, yes? No, they're equal. Oh, so you can choose. And you said earlier you were going to give yourself the point of hope. Oh, yep. I want to buy that undertaking. Very good. Denethor, light sword. I mean, both. <laughs> Denethor, <laughs> light sword. You're not wrong. <laughs> it is a very light sword. What the fuck is going on out there? Is it? Looking weird. Suddenly. Yes, yeah. yes. There's been lightning and raining off now. And there's but that's like, tornado watch. I was going to say, that's like green sky tornado shit going on. Yes. There. It's south or north of us. Way north of us. Okay. We're the tornado. tornado was north of us. Okay. Lands next door rips the house out. See it? No, the, the, the really heavy stuff is passing north. Mm-hmm. We're still going to get hammered, though. Okay. Uh, Denethor uh, journeys back to the east by it after... Traversing the road. Yep. Um, to check up on his library and kind of spend some time in solitude, isolation, trying to recover from this horrible, horrible, horrible year. Uh, he lost his prize ring. He gave it up to help those fuckers, those <laughs> ingrate bastards. He finally let down his guard and like opened up the brand a little bit, and just it just ended up horribly. Just the other the, the other dwarves coming with us just like mocked him mercilessly. That's true. And as an elf getting mocked by a dwarf, that's that's the lowest of the low. Like it doesn't get much worse than that. So wait a second, you're saying this is the worst year for you? Not counting the one that you were paralyzed for six fucking months? <laughs> it's close. I mean letting down his pride. I think he's talking about you two and <laughs> I don't know, no, he he's trying to say that this is worse than the time we pretty much let him waste to death <laughs> because my greed overtook us. Um, well, overtook me. But yes. So he chooses to spend some time healing corruption, soul searching, and kind of 
pondering the deal he made with the sorceress and kind of the outcome of that and what he can do to try and if he made the right choice or not, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So he's going to heal corruption. Um, he's going to do this as he always does through through song. He, okay. He's going to try and, you know, sing it out. Okay. Can we hear said song? Bicycle, bicycle, I want to ride my bicycle, bicycle, I want to ride my bicycle, I want to ride my bicycle. Is that a sour That is a sour Is that what a sour looks like on the dice? It is. Okay. I want to ride my bicycle. So that's going to be a 11 plus a sour However, I am in a sanctuary, so I get to roll twice. Sanctuary! Sanctuary! That is even worse. So <laughs> I can't overcome. I like those snazzy new dice you got. I can't overcome Aren't the merciless nice? mocking that I took. You need to roll more sirens. If you could like take a crayon and color that side of the D twelve like red, just crayon? so it pops out with me. You know, like the old first edition dice. You know, yeah, I will tell this. you, Brian. I have never not told you. I know, but I just want to see it pop off the table, like. Ah, I am the yeah. eye. Oh, oh. Yeah, Get yeah. excited. That's the excitement. Yeah. Okay, uh-huh. so, I, so I attempt to recover corruption and fail miserably. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm just so distraught by <laughs> things. Things. Yeah. I, I mail you a uh, so distraught by driftwood carving. <laughs> Sit on cold turkey. Um, I call this one pity. <laughs> <laughs> The next day, you're, you're attending your field. Katie comes and hits you in the backside <laughs> from a strong bow shot away. <laughs> How did that happen? It's almost like anyway. Uh, Brand, son of Gorm. Okay, third thing. I sorry. Uh, when I get brought back to my home, and you know, we spend some time going through the toy marks and everything, and I'm telling my several children, which I am 80% sure they're mine. Uh, um, I start telling them tales about uh, the adventures that I've gone on with uh, Findigil and Denethor and telling them about um, you know the people we've lost along the way, either through distance or they fell in battle, you know, Carl and the Boar Slayer and... You know, uh, and the other dwarf whose name escapes me at the moment. Billy. Well, we haven't lost Billy. No, no, I mean... Uh, is that what her character's name was? Yeah, Chris's character. Billy. Yeah. Billy. yeah. You know, the people that were there and then now, now they're not. But telling these stories, I, um, I seem to have got, uh, acquired a knack for, you know, spinning tales to keep people enthralled. So I'm going to be taking a second dot in awe. Okay. Uh, Findigo. So when Denethor comes back to tend his library and we have the whole contretemps over the, the wood carving, mm-hmm. uh, I have him teach me what Bran taught him. So I'm getting it like third hand, mm-hmm. and I also gain a dot in swords. Which dot? The second dot. What dot did you get? The second dot. Oh, okay. I thought it would be ironic if, like, you got your second dot, but you were giving to him as, like, fourth dot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
No, 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 you're doing it all wrong. You just do this little twist here. Okay. Uh, very. Uh, during my uh, search of the deep tunnels, the other dwarves were giving me tips on how to search better. So that gave me a third dot in search. Nice. The, Han, the Horn of Gondor. Yep, there you go. <laughs> and Rohan will answer. Um, Maybe. <laughs> Denethor. Okay, with the remainder of his winter, <clears throat> Denethor is going to seclude himself in his library because fuck everything else. <laughs> um, and kind of go over some of the new texts that he's acquired. Uh, and it turns out he got one on anatomy and physiology. Yeah. Some very fancy drawings. <laughs> um, some herblore in there, stuff like some that. articles in between, too. Right? Yeah. <laughs> See what I did there? Yeah. 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 Okay. By uh, Island, the corpse taker. And he's, 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 <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> he's going to spend most of his, the rest of his winter um, kind of reading through this and kind of getting a better understanding of where the important bits in a body are. Yeah, but okay. Dear, dear Maglin, the corpse taker, I never thought this would have happened to me. <laughs> and he's going to raise his healing from two dots to three dots. Okay. Uh, Alright then. <clears throat> Brand. I have nothing else. Brand passes. No. No, I'm still here. I just don't have anything left to do. Well, don't okay. kill me off yet. Uh, I'm going to tend to my holding. Okay. So it's bring. Oh, you, uh, every, you are the two with holdings, right? Yes. 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 Have you tended? Technically, does now too. Does it? Well, no. He just not, opened, not till he you just finish. Up the road. Not till you so. finish. Okay. Um, you have a holding, but you have not taken the tend to holding action. Action, right? Correct. And you're not going to. Unless I get a third, no. No, okay. So why don't you go ahead and roll, and you roll at the same time. Wait, actually, let me double check something. You keep your roll. Um, 29, 45. You need to roll above your holding value. Yeah, so I'm just checking what kind of a winter it is. No, normal winter. Yeah, normal roll. No modifiers. So my first one equaled my holding value. Okay. And now I'm going to tend to it and do worse. Okay. So I just eek by and get nothing out of it. Uh, what did you get? Mine equaled. So you both equaled your holding value. Yep. So you produce just enough wealth to maintain your standard of living. Okay. Uh, you did tend to holding. Do you have any specialties? I forget. Not really. Okay. Uh, I have lores. Okay. Region lore, area lore, storytelling, and folklore. So yeah. No. I need to, like, one of these days invest. Yes, craft. Well, that's a skill, not a specialty. Oh, gotcha. Like, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, yeah, I need to invest a uh, fellowship. Like, if you had a tobacco farm and you had the smoking specialty, that would apply. Right. Or get a, get a specialty that goes with the yeah. vineyard. And then I can get a skill point. Not sucking at wine. That's a specialty. Some volunteering. Uh, I spent some time back at home around some of the smiths. 
taking note, and I was able to improve my weapon to a Grievous Axe. Okay. Yeah. What is the effect of that? Do we know? Plus two damage. Okay. Uh, hits will be more palpable. Denethor? Denethor is tired of playing around with all these mortals. So <laughs> he uh, advances his knowledge of wood elf magic by using okay. an experience point to gain the ability to use elf lights. Is that your first... Uh, second. second. What was the first one? Uh, the stinging arrow. Oh, right. You take it, you get the stinging arrow, then you can spend an XP at subsequent fellowship phases. So what does Elf Lights do? Um, you know, make a torch or lamp burn with a peculiar, peculiar flame that attracts all mortals who see it. Spend a point of hope to light a torch or a lamp. Any speaking creature who sees its flame must try to get near it by any means possible, or spend a point of hope or hate to ignore the spell effect. You may snuff out the light at will, even from a distance, either to extinguish the flame, the flame quickly and quietly, would it cause it to flare suddenly to blind and confuse your enemies? Huh. Those standing close to the flare fight as if weary for one round of combat. Okay. So you're going to use this to draw every mortal in the woodland realm into one spot where you can use the new stinging dart. XP! 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 As Bender says, I'm a little low on ammo, so can you all crowd together? <laughs> really, I'm just going to have an ever-burning torch above the mantle of my <coughs> library. Oh. That's nice. Mm-hmm. A torch of hope. Yes. Which and is like a metaphor for the, you know... <clears throat> oh, hello. Hello. Welcome to the library. As long as you're here, you might as well come in and write some books. See spot run. Run spot run. The torch of hope has been lit in the East Bite. Brand has passed. Pindigil. I'm done. Pindigil has passed. Baron has passed. Denethor passes. Denethor passes. And the Israel tribes take another three turns. Uh, In winter, news of a second Council of the North reaches the Companions. Next year is 2956. As you all know, it's the 10-year anniversary of this campaign. Technically 11th. Uh, but as you... You're kind of playing this for 10 years. It only feels that way. It feels so. <laughs> Got another 20 or so to go. So, I meant in um, real life. Yeah. Yeah, we started the campaign in 2946. We are now entering 2956. If you recall, our first session was at the first gathering of five armies. Uh, at the next gathering of five armies, the ten-year, well, it was the five-year anniversary, so it'll be technically a fifteen-year anniversary of the Battle of Five Armies. Uh, there will be a second Council of the North. Official representatives from all the Free Folk are expected to attend. Again with this, yeah. I hope they're not doing that moment of silence thing again. It just gets sold. Uh, quarrels of... Uh, just just shoot us. Do you say anything about the Viglin things? The quarrel between the Fjordings and the followers of Viglin is renewed when some of the Viglin's men are attacked by an unseen bowman. They blame Bjornings. Did we do that last year? Or did I say that last year? Yes. I don't remember that one. Uh, or maybe middle. maybe in previous years there were, like, that quarrel was heating up. I don't yeah. know about the bowman. The quarrels, well, okay. Uh, between the followers of Vigland and the followers of Bjorn grows ever more bitter. 
Some of the folk of Woodland Hall marched north to aid Bjorn's men in their skirmishes with the uh, Figlanders. Yes. Well, they're slavers. I don't know if that's common knowledge or not. Uh, Bjorn himself is unwilling to go to war, but some of his followers are only too eager to attack the folk of the Northern Vales. What would you like to do the coming year? Do you have anything in particular you would like to accomplish? Or do you want me to... To raise my massive army to take my homeland back. That's the only thing I've got going for me. Huzzah! Um... um. I think open things we have. There are orcs moving around, kind of heading down towards the south. In the previous year, uh, standing. Everyone, give me standing. Two. What's standing? Two. Uh, <laughs> four. Okay. All right, because we get to shape narratives and such. Official representatives from all folk, free folk, are expected to attend the council. Uh, there is some politicking through the year where there is jockeying to determine who represents. King Bard of Dale will speak for the Bardings because it's in Esgaroth. No, it's in... Yeah, it's in Esgaroth. King Thranduil declares that he will not personally attend the Council of the North. Other courtiers vie to be named ambassador. Any character with standing or four or more may be chosen as a representative of his people to attend the Council and speak. So pretty much the only one with the standing to try to be the official representative is him. But he's an elf friend. That wouldn't fly. <laughs> um, but yeah, his king is a block away, so he's going to have the whole paper in. Um, there will be an envoy of the woodmen elected by the houses in the folk moot at midsummer. Well, technically I would be working with King Bard since I would be at the level of, say, like a council yeah, or Yeah, I mean, you'd probably be part of the delegation. You just won't be, like, the head of the delegation. No. no like, I'm, if he had four standing, he could lobby to be the yeah, head of, the head of the Elvish delegation. No, I, I, but, I'm more know, of an at-large member anyway. So. <laughs> I'm sorry. <clears throat> I'm more of an at-large member anyways. Yeah. I'll say. <laughs> I, I don't know what's in me today. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm being far too cruel. Which is why I'm pretty sure all the kids are mine. Yeah. Do you guys want me to give you something to do for the year? Or we can fast forward to the council? Well, we could do his thing. We could go involve ourselves in the fight between the slavers and the Bjornings, since the Bjornings have been helpful-ish to us before. Okay, so what sorry, I have sorry, what sorry, I have written down for other stuff is is um, Black Tarn is more choked. Uh, the treasure we already investigated. Orcs, Wars, and Vamps are moving south. Mortar erupted, blade expanded. Tin mine collapsed. So really the only thing here is the tin mine collapsing. So of of what we've got, we've got the tin mine collapsing. His homeland stuff, and that's basically it, other than the council. So if you don't want to do either of those or have those prepped at all, then I say just give us something. So what are we doing, guys? Ryan's figuring it out. Oh. Same thing we do every year, Binky. Should bubblegum and kick ass? <laughs> yeah, um... 
So if you choose, uh, I can give you a mission from Radagast to Elton Hall. Well, we can skip ahead to the council. We were going to go to Mountain Hall, except for that month of unconsciousness. <laughs> yes. Well, that. So <clears throat> I'm I'm good with that, and also there are dwarves in Mountain Hall. Maybe you could raise your army there, because I assume you spent when you spent the winter in Erebor, oh yeah, digging around in those tunnels. You were like trying to talk to dudes and be like, oh yeah, hey, hey, join me. And you're like, good with that pick. You should. Come join me and like put it in skulls of things. Mm-hmm. You do know the leader of your people, Frar the Beardless, um, is not considered like one of the chieftains of the free peoples. Well, of course, not he's beardless. What? Of course, not he's beardless and crazy. Yeah, you guys have had some run ins with his folk, before. yeah, with his lieutenants. Um, they were <clears throat> goofy fucks. They're kind of more like a schism or a sect of dwarves rather than, yeah, uh, but you know, he is planning to petition the council on behalf of his cause with the great elf. So, not a huge deal right now. But <clears throat> Alright, uh, so uh, we will have you begin at Rosgabel. So, fatigues reset, endurances reset. And yep. And, uh, Tis a new year. Uh, shadows reset. What? What? Yeah. You cannot unsee the inside-out roll, no matter how hard you try. A summons comes one evening as the dusk draws in. The bushy-tailed red squirrel leaps from tree to tree, then lands on the roof of the hall and scurries along the supporting pillars before dropping in front of you. It bows in the manner of a courtier and beckons the company to follow you. It beckons you to follow it. Uh, you notice it has a golden chain around its neck. Following the squirrel brings you along a path of crushed white stones uh, that you tried to follow previously and didn't seem to lead anywhere. Sure, whatever. Um... Squirrel runs ahead of you, climbs up at the wall, rings a little bell by the door. The door swings open of its own accord. Come in, come in, says the do- voice of Radagast. Um, this is technically an encounter. I don't know if we need to do that. Oh, it's a skill encounter? Yeah. Which gives us a chance to raise skill points. Uh, that is true. You want to do that. Introductions. Uh, who? Uh, Radagast, my patron. Yes, Yes, young woman. Uh, <laughs> it is I, Findigal. I bury your sigil. Oh, beautiful baby. Um, okay. Uh, introduction. I mean, literally, introductions. Make rolls if you want to uh, participate in the encounter. Remember how we do these. Rolls are good. Especially if they're going to be rolling for introduction. Uh, Courtesy, or some sort of skill. Some sort of social skill. Yeah, well, however you want to approach the uh, event. How, let me set the tolerance here first. One set tolerance. There's no woodman in the party. Give me your wisdom. Four. Three. Wisdom is two. Four. Okay. Okay. Uh, did, I mean, do, really, do we have to introduce ourselves to Radagast since we've run into him multiple if you want the advancement points, this is how we're going to do it. Okay. Well, I mean, it could just be like, hey, how was your winter? Have a good summer. That, that's true. Best friends forever. But basically, it allows you to take a part during the interaction. 
You don't have to do it if you don't want to. Not particularly. I mean, I have nothing against that, I guess, but it's like, I really have nothing to say. Yeah, okay. Are you doing something? Uh, I am courteously introducing myself, and I guess I'm going to... Do I get a courage point? Oh, that is correct. Yes. Uh, Total XP? You're the highest, right? 64. 64. 51. You get one courage, and you got how much experience? Total. So you're going to get... I got 56. Thank you for reminding me. I totally forgot. Wait. That doesn't sound right. Okay, so you have 10. He has 64, so that's 54 difference uh, divided by 10. So you get five points of courage. You can spend those like hope. And if any you don't spend at the end, you get bonus experience. Okay. That's a lot. Right, so I'm going to spend that courage point right Okay. To add my heart and have a uh, 15. On, 15 great on my uh, courtesy. Okay. Uh, oh, yes, I remember you. Yes, from this winter. <laughs> When yes. we were all here and you healed. Yes, you borrowed my credit card. No, no. You <laughs> you gave me the sigil of your, your rune. It's on my... Yes, yes, but... Uh, the, 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 whatever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alright, that's a good roll. Is anyone else introducing themselves? Yeah, I'll try courtesy. Okay. Ten. Why does he converge okay. down the side of his face? Okay. It's, it's, a, new, it's, a, it's a new pomade. Shut up. in the Peter Jackson movies, he doesn't believe in the lead. Okay. Um, <laughs> did you want to roll something? Attack. Okay. You are the sole spokesman for the group. Oh, fuck. It's all coming through you. Okay. <clears throat> News! Well, rumor and wild stories have reached me of late. Of course, we know of orcs moving across Wilderland, of evil things stirring up. There's been some activity around here of late, I think. Yes, we perhaps were, you've seen some. We were even involved in some with uh, the, the great spiders, yes. with the, uh, the weaver we met last year. Disquiet and sorrow and all manner of unpleasant things. The news comes from all quarters. Uh, I was so concerned that I sent word south to the head of my order, Saruman the White, who is wise beyond all others. <clears throat> Sorry, what? You don't know that. He said that the I best... I know that, actually. Yeah. Not that he's a traitor, just that he's a dick. When you're an elf, dick is a sliding scale. Isn't um, it always? <laughs> I sent word south to the head of my order, Saruman the White, who is wise beyond all others. He said that the best thing to do would be to act quickly and quietly and with caution. My intent is to send you in search to the root of these stories. Uh, your mission is to gather information, report back, learn all you can, but do not reveal your presence to the enemy. Mm. I think the best place to start uh, here would be Mountain Hall. The main settlement of these wood folk west of the Great River. Mm-hmm. Hardfast, the chieftain there, whom you've met. Mm-hmm. 
uh, is the head of the Council of Elders there. He is a good man, very sensible, hard-headed, and little happens in the Vale of Anduin that does not escape his notice. Ask him for news. Uh, uh, now, you may uh, discuss or ask questions as you see fit. Uh, so I'm going to roll my lore to ask him intelligent questions as opposed to amazingly stupid ones about Mountain Hall. Okay. Yes, I know of Mountain Hall and the troubles there, which you will tell me more of, and I get uh, 11 on my lore roll. Okay. And I'm not spending hope on this shit. Can, can I give him advantage? What? Can I give him advantage? Oh, roll insight. Actually, oh. you roll insight too. Oh, yeah, that'd be helpful. You might have made your roll. 10 on the insight. Yeah, very fine. So I'm at 16 on insight. Alright, so you would get one bonus die. Okay, which I would. Do you remember what I had on my initial roll? I do not. Was it a 10? I feel like it was a 10. I feel like it was a 10. So if this gets me over. You had a 50% chance. Take four. Okay, so you can take part in the encounter. Woo! Two to one is the count instead of one to two. Alright, so you're like, uh, I know Mountain Hall. Tell me about Mountain Hall. Shut up. Basically. He just looks at you. Uh, Denethor, now that you're participating. Okay, and we're going to Moulton Hall to investigate rumors of enemy. Yep. You know all about the enemy, Denethor. You gave her your ring. Oh, wait, I don't know that. Nope. Nobody's ever going to know that. So I guess I will do lore to figure out what I know about Moulton Hall and the surrounding environs. Okay. I don't know if that really counts as a social thing. Not really. Okay. I guess I will just do courtesy again to try and get him to open up about his fears and what he thinks is happening. Okay. Twelve. Okay. That, that I guess? <sighs> oh, there you are, my little squirrel nut. Pygmy nut hedge. Uh, alright. I will, uh, tell him the thrilling tale of our encounter with the weaver. With the hunter and the weaver. Okay. Uh, and I will use my awe to convince him that we are the right people for this job. Okay. And that's pretty darn good. Um, no bonus goodies, but that is a 19. Sounds like a rerun of a story I heard a few months ago, but uh, entertaining nonetheless. Uh, all right. Um, yes, there have been recent troubles in these lands, true. Large named spiders. <laughs> Wild card spiders <laughs> with, with wound points. You don't. I, I don't think you're getting. You don't even. understand. <laughs> Not just swarms. Look, look at Denethor. He's a <laughs> shaking shadow of his former self because of named spiders. I don't think that's why. <laughs> he actually kind of likes the named spiders. That's the one thing he knows he can hit. Uh, I have one purpose in this game. <laughs> and it's stupid, but I'm going to do it. Uh, anyone else want to roll something? 
Um, I will try. Ask something. I'm going to do song to put forth the valiant battle against the name spider in song form. <laughs> <laughs> make sure that he gets that. He's already ready to change the channel. If you fail, I'm going to need two strokes again. <laughs> <laughs> Just because I'm sick of it. I can't imagine him. Um, okay. Reality, let's... He's not paying attention. I guess let's do insights to try to figure out what's bothering you. Because okay. he seems very distant and less friendly than usual. Nope. Alright. Note to self. Add social skills. <laughs> <laughs> one or two dots in all of them. I do too, but like two, two dots just doesn't do it. You need at least three to be useful with anything in this game. Uh, I'm going to use my riddle to tell him about the lamp and the werewolf and and try to like get him engaged in that story and see if uh, he wants to divulge any information about is there a relationship between that and what we're looking for in the uh, mountain hall. Okay. So I'm trying to kind of convince him to let something let something slip by talking about something that may or may not be related. <laughs> so uh, Bell and 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 uh, I forgot. And I chewed Denethor's food for him for eight you, weeks. You guys are fucked. You're done. You hit the tolerance. <laughs> He's done with you. <sighs> Enough of your foolish songs and stories. If never during know the course of asking for information about your mission, which you never actually did, um, you ask for help, which you never actually did. Um, <clears throat> Dirk. <clears throat> There are a number. Wait, let me tell you about. <laughs> Do you remember six years ago uh, when Bert moved in? And never mind. Um, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. There are any number of things I might work on you, but I'm not sure if they would help you or hinder you. Say I put a spell of concealment upon you that would help hide you for orcs and men and beasts, but make it easier for well other things to sense you. If I put a spell or two on you, then I am writing These are friends of Radagast across your faces in letters of sunlight that can be read by anyone with the wit to read them. Still, I will leave it up to you. If you'd prefer to risk a little magic in the hopes of whatever you may find is just a dumb brute and not one of the necromancer's horrors, then you shall have it. Uh, and you did slightly not pathetically enough to have earned one magical boon. We'll take whatever help we can get, because I don't see how that could possibly go wrong. Um, if you're rolling, like, it's going to go no, wrong. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's like saying, how could this possibly get any worse? Right. I just want to go back to the part about the necromancer's horrors. What? I heard that, too. Yeah. So. Horrors. Oh! oh! Dang, it gets us excited about a mission and then takes it away. Yeah. I already <laughs> bury your sigil, so it's... Well, I mean, it's probably not something I wear stamped on my forehead, but something I could show as, like, we are friends around, I guess. So, um, 
But a magical wound sounds he like He digs a- up a battered leather pouch with a waxed black drawstring. The pouch is oddly warm to the touch. Where did he keep this? <laughs> when you need the help of the heavens to... It's a storm bag. Storm in a bag. Oh. Thank you. Should be, are there like the instructions? By no means did any of you fucking earn that, but sure. Do you just like open it? And you, and it's That's like the theory. One use. Mm-hmm. You can't do like. Did you ever see a storm that wasn't? Half a storm now and half a storm later? <laughs> that doesn't do that. Okay. Nope. Once Radagast tires of the conversation. <laughs> once the Lord Wait, Master we want to tell you more. He announces that it's time for bed. And sleep in the spare rooms of the cottage, and although the cottage looked like it won't get anywhere, whatever. Ooh, magic. Um, he walks away into the forest and vanishes. You're woken by the dawn chorus of birds in the thatch, and can break your fast on the leftovers before departing. It's all vegan, I assume. Nah. This is a Bjorning ship. <laughs> Actually, you know, the squirrel that was helping you last night. <laughs> <laughs> you butt into it. This chain? <laughs> Radagast is frugal, but harsh. <laughs> Welcome to the Silmarillion Minute. Bringing you bite-sized bits of canon from Professor Tolkien's most misunderstood work. I am Brian, ruler of the planet Omicron Percy I-8. Let's get into it. Now, remember this is before the creation of the sun and moon. Other than the stars, the world is lit such as it is by the two great trees of Valinor, which were created by the Valar. And then after the first great war in which Melkor was subdued, the Valar summoned the Quendi, the elves, to come to them in Valinor. But of course, things were not so simple. But the elves were at first unwilling to hearken to the summons, for they had as yet seen the Valar only in their wrath as they went to war, save Orome alone, and they were filled with dread. Therefore Orome was sent again to them, and he chose from among them ambassadors who should go to Valinor and speak for their people. These were Ingwe, Finwe, and Elwe, who afterwards were kings. In coming... They were filled with awe by the glory and majesty of the Valar, and desired greatly the light and splendor of the trees. Then Orome brought them back to Quivianen, and they spoke before their people and counseled them to heed the summons of the Valar and remove into the west. Then befell the first sundering of the elves. For the kindred of Ingwe, and the most part of the kindreds of Finwe and Elwe, were swayed by the words of their lords, and were willing to depart and follow Orome. And these were known ever after as the Eldar, by the name that Arome gave to the elves in the beginning in their own tongue. But many refused the summons, preferring the starlight in the wide spaces of Middle-earth to the rumor of the trees, and these are the Avari, the unwilling, and they were sundered in that time from the Eldar and met never again until many ages were passed. The Eldar prepared now a great march from their first homes in the east, and they were arrayed in three hosts, 
The smallest host and the first to set forth was led by Ingwe, the most high lord of all the elvish race. He entered into Valinor and sits at the feet of the powers, and all elves revered his name. But he never came back, nor looked again upon Middle-earth. The Vanyar were his people. They are the fair elves, the beloved of Manwe and Varda, and few among men have spoken with them. Next came the Noldor, a name of wisdom, the people of Finwë. They are the deep elves, the friends of Alia, and they are renowned in song, for they fought and labored long and grievously in the northern lands of old. The greatest host came last, and they are named the Teleri, for they tarried upon the road, and were not wholly of a mind to pass from the dust to the light of Valinor. In water they had great delight, and those that came at last to the western shores were enamored of the sea. The sea elves, therefore, they became in the land of Amon, the Falmari, for they made music beside the breaking waves. Two lords they had, for their numbers were great, Elwe Singolo, which signifies Grey Mantle, and Olwe, his brother. These were the three kindreds of the Eldalia, who passing at length into the uttermost west in the days of the trees were called the Calaquendi, the Elves of the Light. But others of the Eldar there were, who set out indeed upon the westward march, and became lost upon the long road, or turned aside, or lingered on the shores of Middle-earth. And these were for the most part of the kindred of the Teleri, as is told hereafter. They dwelt by the sea, or wandered in the woods and mountains of the world, yet their hearts were turned towards the west. These elves the Calaquendi called the Umaniar, since they came never to the land of Amon and the Blessed Realm, but the Umaniar and the Avari alike, they call them Moraquendi, elves of the darkness, for they never beheld the light that was before the sun and moon. chosen to accept this mission? <laughs> We've got a storm in the bag. We can do all kinds of things now. Yeah, I think we'd better, because I don't want to be oh, devoured by... expects us to be quiet. Devoured by rabbits. Uh, to be quiet. <laughs> and then he gives That's us a storm in the bags. In the bag. But we told him all those tales of our heroic abilities, so I'm sure he's convinced that we are the right... Well, a touch of daring do... <laughs> A wood woman named Banna greets you at the forest edge. She is tall and gangly. Uh, while her features cannot be called pretty, I think that's pretty judgy for a game text to be saying. Uh, there is a merry glint in her eye. Banna. Not a pippin glint? The wood woman. Yes. She says that Radagast asked her to accompany you to the river where they can take boats upriver and then travel west to Mountain Hall. Thank you. From where do you hail, Vanna? Are you from Mountain Hall? Uh, Roscoe. Oh, I think. She's one of Radagast's aides and messengers. She's eternally optimistic and positive, and loves tramping through the forest and the vales of the Anduin more than anything else. She's curious about other folk, uh, but has no desire to leave the land she knows and loves. Maybe one day, when she has seen all of the forest, and walked every valley from the forest gates to the mountain pass. But not yet. Well, you may tramp Not with us yet. You guys don't have any animals with you, right? Mm, no. The first leg of the journey will see the company travel from the western eaves of Mirkwood to the Great River. Uh, the second leg you paddle against the current uh, along the river and you into a landing spot chosen 
by mana. The third leg brings you from the Great River to Mountain Hall. Does anyone object to this course? No. Uh, 16 miles from Roscoville to the River Anduin is done across open terrain and borderlands, taking no more than three days and a single fatigue test. Please. Target number 14. Two people have flipped off their dice. Denethor? What's the target? What am I rolling? 14. 15. Travel. Ah, travel. What the fucker makes it? Seven. Because I'm awesome. Don't the horses lower the... uh... I don't think so. They increase your speed. I will Mm. get the... I don't have my horse. 17 with a great success. You are fine. The journey up up liver is wrong. Some 40 miles by boat, taking between 4 to 8 days depending on the weather and how hard you roll. The Anduin is is especially fierce during this early spring and summer when meltwater from the mountains feeds the streams. Could you paddle a little harder, please, Brandon? Oh, you know what? I always forget the preliminary rolls. Everybody can make a lore check to give yourselves bonus dice. Nineteen. One. Give yourself a free tribute bonus because Banna knows the route. I got a twelve. Okay. You got a nineteen. Twenty-six, right? You got two bonus dice for the journey, you got one. Okay. I got a G-Dolf. Okay, you got one bonus dice for the journey. I'm not going to use it. I can't make a seven into a fourteen. Okay. Paddling up a river, you must all make an athletics chest. What what has happened to my mouth? Make an athletics test against 12. Actually, no, it's the spring. So 14. Another one? Athletics this time. Uh, well, yeah, this time you're paddling up river. So athletics versus 14. Sauron. Okay. 18 gray. 18. I can't reach over the sides. Okay, the journey up river will take you four days. However, 28 ridiculous, ridiculously good. Whatever, whatever three sixes is. Showing off. Getting cocky. He's like, oh, I go see the play. I, you know, he can't kill me this set. He's just <laughs> water skiing behind the boat. That's great. Um, that's great. I create, I create like a sail out of my hair. Do you, okay, call off what ro- rolls you guys had. Travel rolls. Somebody's got it written down. I have it written down. Denethor is the guide. I am the scout. Brand is, well, we should probably switch. Is Baron? Baron's here, so Baron would be the scout. Uh, yeah. Findigo would be the huntsman, and, and the huntsman. I would be the lookout man. You were attacked by blood sucking bugs. What's my mother Make a healing roll to avoid endurance loss. Fourteen. I got a nine. Okay, you're going to lose six endurance. Ouch! Uh, from the swarm of sturges that attacked you on the river. Uh, okay, the third part of the journey is the longest and most perilous. Uh, Banna will not cross the river with you. 
Oh, but she suggests you travel due west. Oh, hold on. I think I missed some flavor text. She saw those bugs and said, fuck this. She suggests you travel due west, skirting the woods, and follow the mountain stream until you reach the hall. The terrain on the west bank is tougher to navigate, with fewer known trails. In places, you must struggle up rocky slopes or navigate tangles of gorse and thorny plants. Ah, gorse. Uh, hopefully you'll find a well-worn path used by travelers coming from the old ford going to the mountain hall. Um, this is going to be... 80 miles across pathless areas and hills in the borderlands, taking six days and one to two travel tests, depending on the season. Spring is probably easy traveling, so I'll say one travel test, target number 14. Big money, big money, lots of sour runs. Right. Yeah. Dang it. What's your role? Uh, I'm looking up. Have a 14. Okay, you're fine. I got a 24 with two successes. So is that my second dot in travel? Yep. Yes. I didn't make it all take my fatigue, but no sorrow. Okay, so. Who's the guide? Not I. I believe that's me. Make an explore test, please. Explore? You the lookout? I'm the lookout. Use the lookout. Um, 16. Okay. Assuming that's a success. Yeah. Alright, he is... Uh, he almost sets off a landslide, basically. Going through the screen, but you... Know the warning signs beforehand and manage to pull him back before... That. Clumsy fool. Would you guys rather just fight a pack of wolves? Mm. Okay. <clears throat> sometimes I don't know. You know Would you rather us fight a pack of wolves? Not necessarily. I mean, sometimes a combat can drag things down, but I know sometimes if it goes a long time without anything happening, that can suck too. But it wouldn't get you anything. So. Uh, the fast-flowing river waters that protect Mountain Hall are icy cold as they tumble down from the snowy heights of the Misty Mountains. The waters turn and cascade around the hall... The waters churn and cascade around the hill, surging down into a gully that was shaped and widened by many years of craft. The hall, as you approach, has no protective hedge or walls. It has only the river and the cliffs. A narrow bridge crosses the river, leading to a knot of outbuildings and storms around the front of the hall. The watchtower rises as if in imitation of the towering peaks around. Uh, you're going to approach, I assume? Yeah. Uh, as you approach the bridge, you are challenged from the other side. Stay where you are, strangers. Your journey has led you here to seek our hall. I see you are warriors. I must ask who you are in the name of Heartfast, head of the house of Mountain Hall, and Lord of Exposition. Hail. Uh, Hail, Heartfast. It's not Heartfast. It's in the name of Heartfast. This is just a guard. Hail, guard of Heartfast. There you go. See? Because Heartfast, we he was like this. I couldn't tell. He looked just like Heartfast. No, Heartfast has like this gray hair, and he's like all you, hairy. And you, this guy's very hairy too. Yeah, but he's not gray. See, that's the you don't. Start I gray. know we all look alike to you, but really there are differences. Are you? Looks pretty great at me. Go oh, fuck yourself. <laughs> yes, we have come at 
Are we we're supposed to be doing this secretly? Oh right, yeah. Messed up already. <laughs> we have traveled far from Roscabel to see the wonders of Mountain Hall. <laughs> and to and to help our good friend here <clears throat> seek able bodied dwarves to help him reclaim his kingdom, his liege's kingdom. Yeah, he's uh kind Homeland. of sightseeing all of the dwarven settlements. Yeah. He was just an area Dwarves or be ye mice. Why doesn't someone give me a roll? That sounds like a horrible idea. Sounds like you guys are trying to riddle you this fat man. Well. You know what? Holy oh, fat I, shit. I am on a cause to raise a dwarven army to take back the Grey Mountains. My homeland. Did somebody roll something? I rolled a 12 on riddle. Okay. Who are you really? Uh, sorry, I'm Findigil. Son of... <coughs> Finifan. Fatigil. Findigil, son of Erethorn. <laughs> Why not? Although I live among the woodmen now in the East Bight. What is your business here? We've come to Mountain Hall to see the great wonders of it. (laughs) At at the encouragement of uh, my dwarf friend, Baron. Baron Greycloak. Baron Von Greycloak. I'm going to try and awe. Blah. Okay. More of an architecture Uh, is the best in the world. 15 great. Okay, what are you trying to say? Fool guard, stop standing in our way. Don't you know who this is? This is the mightiest dwarf in all the kingdoms. He is here to find an army. You will let us pass immediately so that he may meet his end here. There's no army here. <laughs> You're like, why? why? Stop getting in our way. Alright, you have to surrender your weapons at the bridge. Uh, you can go to the Great house and get some repast from your journey at least. I don't think you'll find an army except maybe an army of mutton. I will take it. Very well. Toss everything in the sack. I uh I decide to wait out here. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I suddenly no one wants to go in. Take take great care of this. Okay. It is special to me. Alright. Put a nick on my axe, I'll put a nick on your head. Okay. Uh, are you going to let him take your weapon so you can go into the place? I just glare at him the entire time. What about daggers? Uh, you must surrender your weapons. As you daggers are considered more of a... This is my eating utensil. <laughs> that's a, that's a well, they're, consi- they're considered more of a tool than a weapon, usually. Well, are we talking about like the little one that keeps you aside, or are you talking about like... I have a Dirk. Okay, I have so a Swiss Army. <laughs> basically coming in from this way. I shall call it the Digger. There's the bridge. This is the Great Hall, you know, where you can, the common area. He also points out there's a trading post over here where you can replenish your supplies. Uh, and this is the big tower, like the watchtower where we're looking at everything. 
And what's all along it? What? What's all along the watchtower? Uh, a shadow points for France in the corner. <laughs> you guys having a hammer to bring down. You, you got a shadow wing for Jimmy? You mean for Bob Dylan? Bob Dylan, <laughs> <laughs> Wow, it's almost like we had this conversation. <laughs> uh, okay. So, so where's the underground part? Uh, the mine entrance is at number six. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, at the back of the village is an entrance to one of the mines worked by the mountain folk. There are three other mines further up the gorge and another two mines over the mountains. So that would be like here in the wall. And, and do we see only woodmen? Pretty much. As we come into the time. I mean, there might be like a dwarven trader or something or, you know, like a... Uh, what do they call him in Vietnam? A consultant? <laughs> Specialist? Advisor? A couple like, of more like advisors, as, but... Uh, I like to think of as tunnel rats. Yeah, that's it. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, just, just breaking wind. But yeah, it's a, it's a wooden settlement. Yeah. Right. Sorry, I thought this was dwarven for some reason. Yeah. They're the most dwarf-like of the woodmen. <laughs> it's a blend. What? It's a blend. Oh, you all look the same to me. What do you guys? Uh, yes, you can go to the uh, great hall, and you are given a simple meal of bread, cold water, and gray mutton. This mutton is gray. By the best boiled that we have. You don't want the brown stuff. <laughs> okay. Actually, brown is probably a good color for. You don't want the green stuff. <laughs> As well, well, mutton's delicious. Yep. So, is there anyone uh, interesting in the Great Hall? No one particularly, I guess. Um, actually, sure. Here's an NPC Magric the Trapper. Uh, he strikes you as tall and handsome and well spoken for one of the woodmen. Uh, it said there's elvish blood in his family. Uh, he lives alone, Where hunting and trapping in the vales of the Gladden River. Um, he comes to Mountain Hall each month or so to trade. He talks easily, laughs easily, and has an interest in all the doings of the wider world. But he's in the common room, the same team you are. And what's his Isn't name? this great mutton? The grayest I have ever seen. Is that greatest or grayest? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Can it be both? Uh, Magric. <laughs> Magric. Like magic with an R. The Trapper. I'm beginning to think that's not the horn. <laughs> <laughs> that's a really unusual cuckoo clock on the wall. <laughs> <sighs> so, Magric, I'm Findigil. These are my companions. Uh, they're I not my. We, we are companions. I, Greetings. I, I don't want to. Baron Greycloak. I am Denethor. Make this seem of like. Mirkwood. You look like you might have a little bit of elven blood in you, sir. So they say. Don't even need to condition. Duh. It is a gift, is it not? <laughs> I know. That's all the way down here. Oh. Yeah. We should meet. Discuss heretics. <laughs> Indeed. Ugh. Blow drying. I'm going to invent that someday. It's a million dollar idea. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, he's jovial right. and friendly and generally a swell guy. Alright, how about a courtesy to try and get information out of him as far as current happenings in the town? Uh, okay. <clears throat> how about a Sauron? Wow, we're just rocking it today, aren't we? Snooty elf. <laughs> well, I came in just before you did. Ah. I heard you arguing back there at the the bridge. You guys should really learn some better riddles. Probably. <laughs> What's got two thumbs speaks limited French and didn't cry but more than once today. This moi! See? That's the kind of riddle you should... Uh... Yeah, no. Okay. Anything else? So, do you trap up in the mountains? Yes. What What did you, what did you do? Otter? Badger? Uh, mountain badger. Beaver. Um, mountain beaver. Uh, mountain boar. Is mountain beaver better than lake beaver? It's a little drier. Uh, you know, you gotta Dry work... never good, though. You gotta... It, the, the the lowland river beavers are, I mean, they come out more. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you, you, they don't take as much work. You know, they're wet from the start. <laughs> the mountain beavers, you know, you got to work harder, but it's it's more of a pride thing. You know, I take pride in my work. I'm good that, at what I do. That seems fair. Yeah, I don't know whether to cut this or not. <laughs> <laughs> We got this whole scene. Uh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> well, our our friend Baron. Uh, obviously, you come here periodically for trade. Our friend Baron is interested in uh, seeing the wonders of the of the mines. Oh yes. Is there anyone we'd talk to about that? Oh yes. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you can occasionally go over and take a look at these wonders of engineering uh, that these woodmen have created. Uh, let me in some time. Let's go have a look, if you wish. We can do that. Sure. So you, they amble over. If they're woodmen, why are they working the mines? <laughs> as well you may wonder as a dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so they go over to the entrance. The entrance leads it to one of the mines that worm away into the mountain's roots. By the standards of the woodmen, these are extensive ex- excavations that have taken years and generations. And Oh my god, this is intense. Uh, to a dwarf, this is a child's idle scratchings in the dirt. <clears throat> the woodmen kindle torches made from rushes, bring the company down into the mine. The walls and floor are slick with water and icy drops fall from above. The torchlight makes the walls glitter. Uh, the mines, they explain, the mines mostly dig useful metals out of the ground, copper and tin, iron primarily, uh, but they found some gold here too. It's long been their dream to strike mithril, uh, but they have yet to do so. Do you uh, smell any mithril? Do I smell any mithril? I don't think so. Do any of you have mithril? <laughs> I don't think I've given it. Uh, no. no, the sword was... Mithril, I'm assuming. No, it's no. Uh, meteor stone. Oh. I'm going to complain about the poor shoddy mining, give them <laughs> tips, maybe draw out a few things that'll help them. Basically, maybe Scotty yeah. in the 20s. Yeah. You know, this is not up to OSHA requirements. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you. You can't even check. What the hell? <laughs> My grandma could pass better than you. Um, 
The tunnels wind on and on, and the company descends several flights of stairs until you come to a larger cave. There are four burly woodman folk stand with your ears pressed against the far wall. One of these folk turns to greet you, and you recognize Heartfast, the chieftain of Mountain Hall. It's almost like you were supposed to come talk to. Heartfast, well done. I remember you from the folk mood. He looks like the Misty Mountain's craggy features, absurdly tall and a wild shock of white hair. Told you, see, totally different from that guard. Golden amulets are mean. braided he into his beard. Clearly, does have more white hair. He has seen more than fifty winters here in the mountains, but is yet unbowed. Oh God, he's ancient. <laughs> I get that. That's trash talk. Uh, he does lean on a stout walking stave. That what I mean for real and. In woodman terms, yes. Um, more than he used to, but he can still swing an axe and draw a bow with the best of his grandsons. He stands and looks down at you. All sooth. Let us have an encounter. Gentlemen, what is your business here? Insight rolls. He scowls at you and brusquely demands that you explain your presence in this mountain fortress. Anyone be a 14? Uh, Denethor has a 19. Is that your roll? That's my roll. You get two bonus dice for Ooh. the following turn. I have an 11. You get zero bonus dice. Eight. You get negative one bonus dice. 19. <laughs> uh, you get one. You have to roll a die and subtract. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Introduce yourselves. Okay. Crazy. Sure. Holy sheep shit. <laughs> oh, actually, you know what? Let me set the tolerance. Um, okay, uh, let's starting value Valor. Three, two, three. Uh, so you got uh, 22 exceptional success on a courtesy check. So that's going to count as three. I got a 10. Seven. Okay. This is courtesy? Yep. Not too busy complaining about their mining efforts. Yeah. Ten. You call this a mine? I wouldn't call it mine. Oh. You are the only one that introduced yourself successfully. Um, I might as well use my bonus die on that. Okay, go for it. No point in that. Okay. So we're at a ten. Yeah. Fifteen. Yeah, okay, so you introduced yourself successfully. The two of you may talk. So, you two have introduced yourselves. Yes. Uh, Heartfast is hungry for tidings from outside. Uh, what would you like to talk with him about? Well, you, he's asked you to explain your presence in this mountain fortress. What is your response? <clears throat> okay, are we still going with the trying to find an army? Radagast told him. Us to talk to him, right? And so, I, it seemed implicit in what Radagast said. I'm whispering this in your ears, I guess. That like, I think we could say Radagast sent us to him. Okay. We just can't shout that to everybody, right? Uh, we bring glad tidings, sir. We are here at the behest of the one in brown. Hmm. All right. What's that one have to say? He's kind of a red foreman type. Right. Yeah. 
Well, and you, you've been... What's that dumbass have to say? You, you've been telling me that I kind of do the old English she. Oh, yeah. Like trying to work that. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Right, so, do you have the Do you have the information? Uh, Who's got it? The information was Radagast sent us here to... Right. Search, search for, for signs of the, the shadow. shadow. Yeah. Right. No, I, it's I almost mean, like you I'm put sorry, had an he... opportunity to ask more about. Yeah. Uh, well, it seemed felt kind of implicit <laughs> that we had to make a roll to get any additional information out of them, and none of us made any rolls. So, because that your rolls like singing songs and not actually asking questions. Uh, he told you. Hardfast is head of the Council of Elders there. He's a good man, very sensible, and little happens to the bail van when that he does not escape his notice. Ask him for news. Okay. That's, that's All right. Uh, he is seeing signs of the shadow creeping back into the corners of the world. We are come to ask if you have seen any signs yourself, O oh Hardfast, or perhaps you would be able to aid us in, in searching. Uh, what kind of role would you like to make? Persuade? Mm. Not so much? It's kind of no? Um, okay, how about Riddle? He's not given to social niceties. So. Alright, so how about Riddle? Riddle, your target number is going to be a 12 for some reason. Can I sneak off and go searching the mines? Probably not. Perfect. No. No. I'll get you there. 12 great. Um, take your dots. I yes. Aye, there's been something afoot down the south, definitely in the Gladden Fields. There's an old battle there. Uh, there's always trouble in those parts around the Dwimmerhorn. I pay it little, little heed, of course. I have worries closer to home. And what, what would those be? What trouble do you have? Oh, well, goblins always. Oh, uh, well, make a roll. Courtesy? He just had better success with Riddle. Well, I did courtesy for the introduction. Yeah, but... And then I just did Riddle. Riddle... Your target number is 12 with Riddle and 16 with courtesy. Yeah, yeah. That's... I always only have one dot in Riddle. Yeah. Well, that's a good point. I only have two in courtesy, though, so it's kind of a wash. Mm, 11. Are you kidding me? Um, I'll use a point of hope to give me enough. Okay. Goblins, of course, here. Uh, they dig in search of our mine shafts and tunnels. They want to find a secret way into my hall. We've killed many on the surface, but they're more dangerous down here in the dark. And, uh, of course, there was that nasty business last year where they knocked off the supports and collapsed one of the mines. The mines. Persuade to tell us more, maybe? I don't know. Dwimmerhorn, he explains, is an old fork made by evil folk that sits on a stony hillock in the marshes. At least it usually does. Dwimmerhorn moves of its own accord, they say, and is never in the same place twice. It is said by the mountain folk that the fort was built by servants of the necromancer many years ago. It was abandoned by the enemy several times in the past, but it draws dark things to itself and is never empty for long. Hmm. Uh, from what he knows, it was somewhere in the western part of the Gladden Fields. Local hunters may know more. Uh, and 
Magnus gets out of earshot. He's like that puffed-up trapper. Might know, claims to know the marshes very well, even though he's too big for his britches. Okay, where would you guys like to pursue further discussion? Well, whatever. I guess I'm not quite sure what the options would be. We could ask more about the Dwemerhorn. We could ask for assistance. We could ask for. We have the trapper guide us. Well, well that's, that would be a separate. Well, we could ask for Hardfast to basically order the trapper to come out. Right? I mean, he is kind of the guy running the show here. I guess. Um, I'll mention since Hardfast was looking for news of the outside world. Yeah. That there's a second council of the north mm. coming up midsummer. In case he wasn't aware. Okay. Well, it'd be November, but whatever. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He also shares some of the hunters who come to Mountain Hall to trade have not been in several weeks. Maybe something happened to them in the marsh. If he had sure. the time and the men to spare, he would look into the matter, but he doesn't right now. Okay. So, the general sense we're getting from him is that we need to go. The evil that Radagast wants us to look for is not the problem of the go- goblins in the mines. Goblins kind of, are like pests. They're yeah. like rats. Yeah, basically. Yeah. In theory. So, maybe we should backtrack all the fucking way to Gladden Fields, which is right where, about where we crossed the damn river in the first place. Uh, he calls over another one of the Greybeards who tells a tale that says the Marsh Fortress is atop a great black rock, that there is only one way up, a narrow path that is watched by many eyes. The fort was always well protected. Orcs and worse things dwell there. We've reputed to be haunted. Tales speak of dungeons and treasures delved deep into the rock below. Some say the rock fell from the sky. Really? Some say the rock fell from the sky. Treasure, um, you say. Exactly. Heartfast sees wisdom in... Uh, this is the end of the encounter. I'm just going to call it. Uh, Heartfast sees wisdom in the company's quest and offers to find you a guide. If you accept, he will introduce you to a hunter named Magric. Which is what I was going to ask. Right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, you can stay in the hall for the night, uh, resting up uh, before, you know. <laughs> uh, you can get some more gray mutton and stale bread. Oh, no, no, he can get you a hot meal and a real bed in the great hall. Sport. Because you impressed him with your something. Or something. Or you you have a dwarf, so that impressed Or grain. You guys don't even have any frozen peas or anything to go with this? <laughs> you should eat a vegetable once in a while. Yeah. What the hell is a vegetable? Wouldn't fucking kill you. God. <laughs> it's, they're green. We don't eat green. <laughs> yep. mm-hmm. He's interested in you a little bit. Uh, but of course this is a mining operation and they're amateurs. Uh, but he'd pay good coin... Uh, if you, well, if you would take a message to King Dane of Erebor, he would pay good coin to have a few dwarves come to his hall for a few years to expand the mine, uh, and help teach his followers the secret of Stonecraft. (coughs) That's a possible future connection slash thing. Uh, okay. So, are you guys going to crash for the evening? Yes. Yep. In your nice beds. Through the night, suddenly you're awoken by shouts of alarm from outside the Great Hall. I roll over in my cloak, mutter, not my monkeys, not my circus. Okay. It's better than the original Polish. He's uncaring. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. 
Does anyone want to respond? I, yeah, I would like to get up and see what's happening. Okay. Uh, stumble outside. Um, your loincloth. <laughs> uh, give me an awareness test. Number 16. I'll be, I'll be donning it is dark. my armor in my room. <laughs> He'll join you in 30 minutes. Yep. Well, if we're in the Great Hall, are we in a windowed room or no? Uh, it's a wooden hall. So, I mean, it's oh, so it's like a drinking house. Um, I have an 11. Does anyone care if I use a fellowship point? No, go ahead. Good for it. Okay. I will do so. Uh, you spot a trio of goblins scrambling up the steep mountain slope to the east of the hall. You know what to do. So they're like climbing probably over here, like up mm-hmm. in the 3D map area. How far is it to my bow? What? How far is it to my bow? Well, you brought it with you, obviously. We oh, well, fucking, fucking, fucking. Yeah, I mean, that's why I rolled over and went back to sleep. It's like, <laughs> they want to take our weapons, and we're not going to fight their damn battles for them. That seems poorly uh, constructed, doesn't it? This is kind of like when you were running that Mutants and Masterminds campaign. Yeah, before um, you react. I'll just run out of Great Hall, grab one of the dwarves running by, and take his axe. And Mutants and Masterminds. Uh, before you can react... You could get to the bag, retrieve your bow, and have a chance at one shot. I will do that. But it would be daunting difficulty. So, Sure. Okay. Shoot that. Uh, 24 grit. (laughs) Um... Alright, you hit one of the goblins. Uh, the goblin is too surprised to react and falls to his death regardless of the damage inflicted. Um, at which point the other two scramble out of range. So, Yep. So you got one. I killed something this session. I'm happy. That wasn't me. I'm happy. Would you like to do anything time. else? Give it time. Um, I'm assuming there's a lot of people running around yelling and noise and such so people are waking up uh, a few I mean it's not like I'm gonna it's a pandemonium sound like whatever alarm there is wake people up hey there's goblins they ran up those hills there okay and I'll start following the goblin tracks go over and look at the one that fell uh give me a search roll that is unfortunate who's fancy now Twelve, great. I'm gonna guess it does not cut it. No. <laughs> For another fellowship. <laughs> Nobody else has used no. So That's sure. All right. Uh, you find bloody tracks. Um, follow them to discover a wounded woodman who has stumbled in the dark and fell over the cliff into the river to the north of the trading post. So completely unrelated. Well, he can rescue. You can. He can be spied below as he clings with his remaining strength to the stony shore. I mean, it's it's his bloody tracks. So, mm-hmm. well, yeah, let's rescue this dude then. Okay, sure. Uh, you got a plan to do it? Carefully. Uh, is there something around me I can tether a rope to? Do I have a rope? <laughs> <laughs> no, you have a loincloth and a dwarf. You have a beard. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. 
Just hang the beard, throw the dwarf down. Um, give me some kind of athletics check. Uh, 16. Okay. That'll do it. So yes, you were able to rescue him. Okay. Um, he was stabbed by one of the goblins. The other one raised the alarm. Uh, they came upon the goblins trying to set fire to the storehouse. Morning breaks like a... Like the wind. Uh, the companions ignored the phone and rescued the watchman. You are met with heartfast approval and gratitude. <laughs> he offers food and a guide for the coming journey. <laughs> I can't. Well, I mean, that's true. That's what it says. How many guides are we going to have here? Uh, it's still Maverick, but he's one of many. Uh, he is Legion. He invites you also to accompany him as he climbs the steps leading up to the burg to behold the Horn of Warning, which is the treasure of the Mountain Hall. Oh, sure. Um, before you take <coughs> and leave. Um, the Horn of Warning, please. <laughs> inside the burg, the I stone tower overlooking the narrow dale. Nope, I got up, I moved it, so. The great Horn of Warning, covered, carved from the tusk of a cold drake. It is a huge blowing horn, wrought with images carved from the hands of many skilled craftsmen. It hangs from the beams of the roof of the tower by means of the two gilded chains. Legends say whoever beholds the horn of warning will be able to hear its sound anywhere within the proximity of the Misty Mountain. Uh, and with this informal ceremony, he has recognized you as friends of the House of Mountain Hall. Although that's not a, an actual title. Yeah, okay. It just means we can open this up as a refuge if we want to. Yeah, in theory. So you can set out with Magric anytime you want to. You can leave anytime you want to, man. Super. I'm watching you in right. the morning. It is the morning. It is the morning. All right, then let's go. Yeah. Because I really cannot eat any more of that gray button. <laughs> that crap is weird. Didn't you have the brown? The brown's good. No, I had... They just said gray was the best. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. All right. For breakfast, stale toast and mutton marmalade. <laughs> yeah, okay. Mutton aspen. <sighs> okay, who brought Vincent and Price here? Okay, who brought the dog? first leg of your journey skirts the hills and the mountains for nearly 40 miles to the south, then heads east for another 30 along the Gladden River. It will take you five days and require... A, well, okay, hold on. You're allowed lower rolls to plan your journey ahead. If you let Magrick guide you, you enjoy a free attribute bonus on your lower rolls. Okay. You get a die. 14. And you get a die. 22 great. And you get two die. I get a negative. You got nothing. (laughs) You got his die. Everybody gets a die, but you got his. Um, Alright, traveling along the wolds and valleys of this region is easy enough, although the foreboding peaks cast long shadows over the land. Uh, Great beds of iris and flowering reeds crowd the banks of the Gladden River as you approach it. Uh, So, this will take you... Five days and require one fatigue test to reach the river. Oh, let's see. 
travel. Sixteen. Okay. Friend. Twenty-one great. What? Girlfriend. Oh. So, so what did you get? Um, what's your roll? Okay. 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 You're fine. What did you get? Twelve. Okay, you're going to lose a whatever. Game of fatigue. And I know you just told me, but I just told you through the guide. Yes. Okay. Among rocky outcroppings at the side of the path, a single stone stands out as tall as a hobbit, marked by a series of ancient ruins, a riddle warning travelers of dangers on the path ahead. If only they can puzzle it out. Make a riddle test. Actually, all of you do this. Whoever fails to roll will face harder fatigue tests as you are plagued by ill luck in every turn crossing this perilous tract of land. Okay. You're fine. I get 12 with a great success. What's the target again? 16. 16 great. What's the target? 14. Okay. Uh, so anytime you're giving a key in or a target number for the travel, add 2 to it. Okay. Makes sense. You're a dwarf. You're like, I don't need no stinking fucking runes in a That's field. Right. Good. The only runes that are believable are on the inside of a mountain. I'm not taking that advice. Uh, okay. At uh, which point you enter the Gladden Fields? They're not the worst swamp in Middle Earth. These are not the dead marshes, the long marshes, but the tangled terrain can be confusing as you blunder from one watery hillock to the next. And thick fogs that rise from the marsh may turn travelers from their path, but there are a few mortal perils here, at least outside the region around the Dwemer Hall. So, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. S- Strike up the walking song and then have it like die out really quickly. Yeah. This uncomfortable trip takes three days and a fatigue test. 14, 16. Okay. I got a 12 at a Gandalf. Alright, well, the Gandalf will get you. Gandalf always is an automatic. Yeah. Who give me an insight? Thirteen. I almost get it, but not quite. Fifteen grade. Brand. Flip your thing, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, was strike sixteen? Or did mine fail? Yes. Can anyone care if I use the word point? Really? You greedy bastard! Yeah, sure. No, I don't. Yeah, I don't care. If we want whatever insight we're gonna gain. Otherwise, it's not going to give me extra points, so... He's just looking to murder a son or sleep, that's all. I don't, Man, want, to ruin it. I don't want to ruin his fun, so... We'll yeah. let it happen. Um, who's the lookout? Hi. Give me awareness. <sighs> Fuck. And this is where it all goes down the 
Uh, I'm assuming that even if I got a 13, it wouldn't matter, right? Yeah, you'd have to get to a 14. Uh, here. So, that's 7. That's not how that works. Or are you using your bonus die? Yeah. Oh, okay. 12. And then... 16. Burning hope. Okay. Suddenly you hear... Uh, The sound of several foes crashing through the marsh and the savage howling of hunting wards. None of you hear any of this. Just so you're aware. Mosquitoes! A band of orcs is bearing down on you. Uh, The orcs will be here in moments. What do you want to do? Dwarms! Dwarms! Climb a tree. Draw my sword and prepare for battle. Um, okay. Uh, Take the high ground on the sturdiest hillock I can find. Are you guys going to attempt to ambush? Yes. Considering I'm going to yell to arms. Well, we're kind of announced your presence, too. Not that they can hear over the baying of the wargs and the savage howling and the crashing through the forest, which none of you hear, just so we're clear on that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mosquitoes, you know, whizzing by the ear. Heroes roll stealth, battle, or hunting. Target number 12. Okay. Nope. 15. Damn. Either of you got a great or extraordinary? No. Okay. We're screwed. Uh, so you managed to announce your presence. Um. You have the initiative, so you may act first. Roll for combat advantages. Target number 14. Battle? Yes. I have 14. Yay! I'm screwed. One bonus die. I have 17. One bonus die. 17, great. Two bonus dice. I've got exactly what you've been wishing for. Sarah? Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't help me here. It doesn't help on this. I mean, it sucks for you, so I'm happy with that. Uh, opening volleys. Uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Actually, um, a single figure stumbles into the view through the willow trees. It is a man, an orphan by his looks, dressed in rags and obviously in great distress. His hands are manacled together, his face is drawn and gaunt with months of starvation, and he is scarred from whippings and beatings. Close on his heels are the orcs and their wolves. Well, as soon as the Northman appears, Magric jumps in the open and runs towards the orcs, crying out, Ambush! Ambush! And robs you of any benefit due to combat advantages. So, erase those guys. Um, <clears throat> Do we still get points for making the roll? Advance uh, my points, sure. Okay. Seriously? I'm not completely asking. Can we kill him? <laughs> Alright. The orcs might take care of that. So there's four of you. There are four orc soldiers. There is a larger uh, black uruk. Not that one of you knows what that is. A pair of wild wolves. And Magrig. Who is our ally. No. Right? The uruk sees you and commands his soldiers, ordering them to capture the company. Do not fear a pack of farmers and elf maggots. Attack! Um. Oh, this is messy. 
The muddy ground is a bad place to fight. All companions are considered moderately hindered when attacking, meaning all of your TNs to hit or receive a modifier of plus two. The enemy is not affected as this is their home terrain. Okay, so you guys get to go first. Opening volleys? Uh, sure. Spear! I should use my spear of... Why now did I bring this? Actually, I'm also going to be defensive. I'm gonna... So are we fairly certain at this point that Megrid has turned Kodanos? That seemed to be what he was doing? Uh, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna shoot him. Okay. Fucking humans. <laughs> 24 grade. Um. Attacking Magric? Yep. Yeah, okay. That will be 9 damage. Uh, okay. About, we'll hit. Nine. Uh, anyone else want to take an opening volley? Yeah. Who are you throwing at? Uh, big boy. Okay. It doesn't matter, it doesn't do squat. Okay. I don't know why I bring this thing. Your dagger? No, my spear. I have a spear. Someday you'll hit something. Shh. You have to hold on to the spear. Screw that. I've got a sword. I've got a big sword. He has a broad-headed spear, which he will throw at you. Yeah, the guys have, they have spears, too. Okay. Broad-headed spear. 12 plus negative 2 is not going to hit you. Uh, so I got four orcs throwing spears. I'll just do one at each of you, okay? Probably gonna hit you. Parry of six or less. Uh, parry is six. So yes, it is. Okay, so you get a spear for seven points of endurance. <laughs> fuck you. You rolled the dice. Uh, fuck you. And screw you. Oh, so you get the toned down version. I just didn't want him to get let it go to his head or anything. Um, okay. The wolves have no ranged weapons, so they will do nothing. And you have the initiative. Alright. Four orcs, big boy, two wolves. The orcs pull out Tommy guns. Alright. I'm going to do my awe. Can't. Why can't I? Are you trying to intimidate? It'd be kind of hard when you're not forward. Oh, yeah, who's forward? Is that well, I forward? move myself to defensive, but I thought you okay. could do awe from any... To intimidate? No, that's a... Forward, forward only. So, okay. Then I will... Okay. did not realize that. I thought I, the smart thing would be to mm-hmm. do it from defensive, because I'm going to take a hit here, probably, mm-hmm. or many. Who are you attacking? I am awing. Oh, you're awing. Mm. Uh, plus three. Hmm. Would make that twelve. <clears throat> okay, I'm gonna spend a point of hope. Are you running out of hope again? No, it's all good. Uh, to make that a twelve and seven, nineteen. Oh. Regular nineteen. Regular nineteen. No extra goodies. Okay. 
Fear me. Fear me. Fear me. Uh, defensive brand. I'm going after big boy. Okay. Bring it. Seventeen. Uh, hits. Mm-hmm. So that is going to rolling for battle or just our weapon. Weapon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that is eleven. Okay. Gotta love that. Here, uh, I'll go after an orc. Okay. Nice done. I'll get the twenty-one. That will hit. For seven damage. Okay. As no, doesn't hit as much. Okay. Uh, Denethor. How hurt does Meg? What is Megwood doing now? Uh, not much of anything right now. I'm going to take a turn of aim. Magric. Probably at the big one. Okay. Alright, they come at you, bros. Come at me, You're big. You're forward. Mm-hmm. You're engaged with the big one. Who are you? Just the regular orc. Okay. So we'll start there first. Um, I'm attacking with two dice. So I gotta get. What's your parry? So, 13. 13. Second orc. Yeah, he will spend a point of hate to get there. Bastard. Uh, so this is Fendigil. This is Fendigil. This is Brand. Okay. So he will spend minus one hate. Uh, so that will get his bent sword there. <laughs> I love getting my bent sword there. Telling him to get bent. Uh, it's going to give you. It was not a great success or anything. So four damage. Okay. And then the wolf will bitey bite. Sauron on the die. And it's going to hit you for a bite. Trivia level, so three. Okay. Uh, Brand. Section test? Uh, yes, yes, sorry. Injury 14. I make it. Okay. So you do not suffer a wound. Brand. I'll have the orc hit you first. Sauron on the die. That sword will give you four points of endurance damage. And I need a protection test. Versus 12. Okay, what's protection there? Armor. Not you. Yeah. What's that? He's hitting brand off. So four points? Yes. With me. And then the Urk, also attacking with two. But he is favoring. So I get to add three. Thirteen, fourteen. And I already add the three, so I can't spend the heat down against. He will miss. Um, alright, Baron, one orc will swing at you, uh, 17 total, is your parry 5 or less? 5. Okay, so he will hit you for 
four points of endurance. Alright. The wolf will bite. That is it. Would anyone like to change their stance? I don't know. Can I change my stance to like kicking him in the junk? Not good. Okay. Going once, going twice. Forward, Findigil. Alright. The. I've got two orcs and a ward, right? Uh, yes. yes. And is either of them hurt? Either of them. No. Actually, hold on. Somebody got hurt. Uh, one of the orcs flees. Really? That was quick. Hey. I, yeah. Alright, I will... Uh, they became craven. Spear the other orc. Okay. Spit his eyes. Jesus. 10, 14, 18. God, I wish I made all those fellowship points. That so even with the minus 2, call it 16, I'd hit a period of 10. I can't even use it. Oh, that's right. You guys are at minus 2. Yeah. Forget it. Does that count to the protection test too? When attacking. No, okay, so it doesn't count to the protection test. Um, so that will hit. Seven damage. Seven? Okay. And no extra goodies. Okay. Uh, brand. <clears throat> Once more with feeling, sword to Uruk face. Okay. Nice. That is, let's see, Holy so that's sheep shit. So that's edge. Uh, twelve plus seven is nineteen, and then he has to make a protection test. Um, injury of eighteen. Mm. All right. I'll take him out, <sighs> sir. Uh, you're fighting a, an orc and a wolf. Yeah, and I fail. Okay, Denethor. Okay. My careful aiming is not for naught. <laughs> yep. Oh well. What did what's his face do last time? Last turn? Um, it's hard to tell. Magric? Yeah. He ran away. <sighs> you were intently aiming. <laughs> this is a very right. marshy area. W blood trail. What? W blood trail. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to shoot an orc. Alright, which one? There's one fighting each of your companions. Probably the one I'm going to go, since he seems very bruised Wait, and battered. Wait, there's another orc on it? Three orcs. No, on me. Yeah. Alright. 25, great. How much damage is that? Uh, nine. Alright, that drops him. Oh. Um... What did I say triggers the... Is it when I roll a Gandalf? When we roll Soren or you roll Gandalf, it triggers the feet next turn. And I know I rolled a Gandalf. One of the wolves did. That was when I was attacking Mm -hmm. you. Okay. Alright, so top of the order, Bran. Well, you either are going after you for a single wolf. Alright. Miss you. Well, wait. Period nine? Or three? Better than that. Nine. <laughs> Do I hear ten? Brands. Uh, Eighteen, so period of six or less. Yeah, you got Four more endurance. Alright. And I'm wearing you. The wolf will make a call shot at you. 
the orc will swing. Sauron on the die. So uh, that's going to give you four points of endurance right off the bat. Okay. And I need a protection test, which is your armor. Have you ever noticed he waits until he like raises our fatigue up by like seven or eight points? Yes. Plus the number of dice equal to your. And you were trying to hit a 12, I think. I got a 12 with a Gandalf. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, you are not wounded. And that is all of them. Top of the order, would anyone like to change their stance? Uh, I'm going to stay forward because with any luck I can okay, you finish first. the word this round. Okay. Ever roll decently. Uh, 19 and I hit edge. No no bonus stuff. So 7 harm and a protection test of 14. Okay. Alright, you drop. You stab him right in his doggy snout. Just to make you feel better about yourself. Brand, you have one work on you. No, I don't. I just have a corpse that doesn't know he's there yet. What the flying fuck is going on with those dice? Uh, that's, uh, let's see, four... I don't care so much about this one. It's this shit. (laughs) No, 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 no. It's four, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, fifteen. Can't Didn't I just say? It's right by his head, too. Uh, Baron, you have Somebody one orc is, you know, and one wolf thing. on you. The orc has been one. I've got eight. I've got sunshine. Denethor. You're going to shoot the orc on him. Okay. Uh, the orc's going to make another call shot, or the wolf is going to make another call shot, because he keeps doing this. This is like a thing. Big money, big money, no whammies. Whammy. <laughs> Three ones. Three ones. <laughs> Worst wolf ever. Two Gandalfs, and then a three ones. Is his name Moon Moon? He's <laughs> not a wolf, he's a coyote. Have you seen this? Hey, Wild E. Um, alright, would anyone like to change their stance? What's left? A wolf, a wolf on me. Yeah, I'll stay forward. What the hell? Vindigil. Alright. Let's play Doug. Play dead, Doug. Ooh. Uh, so, that probably... Did you get to a nine? Yes. Alright. <laughs> uh, and hit edge. So, seven damage and the production test of fourteen. Alright, two dice. Let's see if I can get a sour on this time. <laughs> he got to the 14. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah he did. Uh, okay. Ha! I made one roll. <laughs> Baron, I'll give you the first shot this time since he's technically trying to bite you very badly. Oh, yeah. I got a great success. 15, 19, 21. Well, after the so, shellacking you gave us last night, I think you have been slain by Doug, or you slew Doug the dog. I was gonna say no, no, it's me against it, not it against me. You're gonna have to, yeah, cry every time you watch up from now on. Well, fuck. How are we doing on time? Are you guys bored? 
It's not that it's bored. It's just that I gotta get up early. Yeah, I do too. It's pushing eleven. All right. Uh, one the orc dropped. One of those orc soldiers blew a horn. Uh, another band of orcs came, and you slew them. The escaped slave leapt to his feet, wrapped his manacles around the neck of one of the orc soldiers, and throttled him, so he slumped slowly to the ground. Uh, Megrick fled into the marsh, which he knows well. Um, Contend to your wounds and the wounds of the escaped prisoner. Who introduces himself as Valar of Woodman. Of Woodman? Of Woodman. I am Valar of Woodman. Ah. I sound like I'm in the Mel Brooks movie. Uh, he Very tells his tale desperately. His words spilling out of him as though trying to make up for months of isolation and a minute of companionship. Uh, he recognized Magrit the moment he saw him, for it was Magrit who betrayed him to the, the trap told Valar that he had found a cache of treasure in the marsh. And then he, I thought people that were in captivity like forgot how to talk. <laughs> Isn't like the opposite of this? One Slap! Shut up! <laughs> Stop this exposition! He's not on United Airlines, okay? <laughs> Um, and then he used Valar's help to recover it. The pair went into the marshes, and Magrick handed him over to the orcs. For long months now, he has suffered as a slave of the orcs in the Dormerhorn. The fortress is not far away. We seek the Dormerhorn. What is your name? Fendigil. What is your favorite color? Red. Red. I mean blue. No, blue. <laughs> I, feel, oh. I feel soiled for making a Holy Grail reference. Do you wish to ask him any questions? What is happening here? They made us repair the walls of the fort and to work on the smithy, making weapons for the orcs. They whipped us without reason, tortured us. They made us suffer for sport. Orcs. What? Orcs. Where from? That wasn't a question, that was a statement. Where from? Uh, He's a trader who lives outside Mountain Hall. How many are there? That is a very good question. That's the first time you guys have asked a scripted question all night. <laughs> I don't know how many of yours <laughs> A great many. No more than two. Uh, there were men too, not as many. And in the temple, there was something else, something horrible. It was a watchful shadow. It hated us. It delighted in our torment. Did yeah. it throw in a thong? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> On the north side of the rock, there was a stone building. They never let us see beyond its doors, but I heard its whispers from within. The dead dwell there, I am sure of it. I do not know what evil they wreak there, but please, no, don't make me remember. Suck it off, you bitch. Okay. Lead us there, we won't ask you. Do you know any good ways to get in there without being seen? Uh, When I was repairing one of the side walls, I saw that there was a narrow goat path down the side of the rock. On the far side from the main road, I waited for weeks until I had my chance. Two of the orcs began quarreling over some petty matter, and while they brawled, I jumped over the wall and climbed down the cliff. I nearly fell, but luck was with me, and I reached the bottom alive. But then a sentry spotted me, and I fled, and they have been on my heels ever since. I am too weak and exhausted to accompany the characters to the Dwemerhorn. But if you free me from my chains using craft, then I will wait for you in the marshals and return with you to Mountain Hall. We have a crafty dwarf. Score on. Well, sixteen would have great. Yeah. Um. All right. That's enough to get the chains off. Bite through the chain. <laughs> Spitting it out of the forest. I just imagine it's like him fiddling with it, getting more and more frustrated. He's doing it, but I'm just like. <laughs> wow. Yes. Absolutely. Uh. Yeah. Okay. And he will give you directions to 
his entrance to the Dwemer Horn. Um, at which point we can break for the night. Okay. That's that one. Um, do we regain our basic heart score with a bit of a rest? The Chibroil Geek Actual Playing Community Theater Podcast is brought to you by Baron Von Productions. The One Ring and the Darkling of Mirkwood campaign are produced by Cubicle 7 Games. For more information, check out www.chibroilvalleygeek.com. Be sure to tune in next time when the company journeys through secret paths. Some grand magic has happened here. The like's not seen in ages. Excuse me. <laughs> I don't think that was a human at this table. <laughs> it wasn't. It was a motorcycle outside. Oh, okay. Excuse me. It's my chair. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever is that? Like, who the Jack fuck like, fucked with my fuck chair last week? Who was sitting here? I sat on it. Oh, yeah. yeah you, did. you fucked with the chair height. Yeah, don't, don't play. I did. Don't play I dumb. Did. I did. I admit it. You dumbass. I fucked with the chair. Give yourself another shadow point. <laughs> I kid. I kid. Jackass. He's not kidding. Don't um, fuck with the chair. <laughs> oh, top of the world, ma. Sorry. But then when you stand up, like it pops up and you pinch your. F- not good, man. I was like literally. Looking over the edge of the table like this, <laughs> trying to run the game. No, I look like Killboy. <laughs> what? Where would be the most renowned swordsman? I'm over here. <laughs> yeah. You walked into that. Zoom. Um. You may not have killed me, but you've done plenty of things to me. <laughs> if you're not going to therapy, it doesn't count. <laughs> He is going to therapy. therapy. I chewed his food for six months. (laughs) That's too bad. (laughs) I have a permanent degraded body. I'm sorry, I forgot about that. Good times, good times. Are you so quiet? Are you so quiet? (laughs) I'm tired. Tired of playing the game. Or are you thinking of something else? Uh, Life of Brian. Oh, I was going to play in cells. Biggest dickest.
Oh, that too. <laughs> wow, it's Pontius, Pontius Pilate has the... Adminius. He wanks among the highest in Rome. He's does full that, of doing do. Does it amuse you when Do I you find it names? invisible? Pickus. <laughs> I fell. Pickus has the list. Thamesia, the Falkler, the Strangler of Thamesia. <laughs> Someone dies. <laughs> he commands quack legions. 